In this video, we are going to be taking another cheeky look at XRP. And specifically, we're going to be taking a look at the price analysis of XRP, having a look at some sentiment changes in the space. And of course, we're going to talk about that SEC and Ripple lawsuit. Uh, guys, as we get into this video, if you do find it useful and informative, hit that like button. We both really do appreciate it. And of course, if you happen to be new to the channel and you would like to stay up to date with those new cryptocurrencies, the hidden gems, technical analysis and news, then do go ahead and subscribe. By subscribing, you will be kept up to date with absolutely everything we do here. It's free. You'll stay well informed. So why not tap on that bell and hit on all notifications and you won't miss a single thing. Now, Chris, is there anything else that you want to add before we jump on down and start talking a little bit around what's going on here with the sentiment within the XRP space and, of course, the SEC and Ripple lawsuit? Yeah, just be really interested to, to know what your thoughts are on, on the case and, and, and everything Ripple, uh, SEC. And, um, you know, do you think that XRP is likely to, to exceed its all-time high? Really interested to get a, a, a flavor for what people's opinions are. Let us know in the comments below. Fantastic. Right, let's jump on down and get into what's going on here with the SEC. Let's do it. Okay, guys, um, to start with, we're going to just cover this piece here. This is uh, basically how Ripple have been dealt a blow by Judge, Tor Judge Taurus, uh, who grants the SEC's request to extend discovery deadline. Um, so this is, uh, you know, a frustration, uh, I guess, at this point. Um, but let's see what's the, what's going on, okay? So um, it's in the ongoing Ripple versus uh, US Securities and Exchange Commission's legal battle. I think most people are familiar with what's been going on there. And uh, basically, the reg regulator has gained an upper hand, uh, you know, after the US federal judge um, granted its request to extend the discovery deadline. And the SEC now has until the August 31st to conduct fast discovery, um, with uh, expert discovery being pushed until October um, you know, 15th. So um, this is, you know, really frustrating. You know, it means that things are going to be dragged out a little bit longer. Um, and obviously, they're going to have a little bit more time now to to deal with, uh, you know, getting a little bit more information from, you know, overseas or, uh, you know, different uh, you know, Ripple partners, etc. So very, very frustrating news here. Um, but again, shouldn't really come as too much of a surprise, um, you know, considering um, how how the SEC have kind of been knocked back a few a few times so far. Then we're going to have, uh, you know, at least one battle won at some point. So um, here is one of those examples, right? They've they've kind of got this one across the line. Um, so it is going to be extended. But, you know, we'll ultimately see how that one plays out uh, as well. I, I still feel that a settlement is the most likely outcome. Um, but let's see what else is going on here. So um, is this a, a threat to Ripple, right? So the, the SEC first asked for discovery deadline extension earlier this month. Uh, at the time, the SEC revealed that it had already conducted two um, you know, depositions and witness interviews. However, it would need more time to conduct the remaining eight. Uh, in addition, it sought um, a court order to uh, you know, depose six more witnesses. Uh, the extension would further allow the watchdog uh, to uh, Ripple's documents regarding the depositions or allow. Yeah, so basically, you know, ultimately, this is going to give, you know, the SEC a lot more time to kind of get... Uh, to get things across the line, to get more done. Um, but they don't seem to be working very effectively at the moment anyway, so we'll have to see how that evolves as well. Um, but here is uh, you know, a little bit of a, a statement. So uh, it is neither fair nor efficient um, to cut off uh, the SEC's opportunity to fully develop um, the factual record in this case, uh, involving years of conduct and billions of dollars of XRP sales, especially when the SEC 
has made its best efforts to meet all existing deadlines. Now, you know, I, I, I guess you could, depending on the perspective or the lens that you look through, <laughs> say that they've made uh, their best efforts. And they probably have made their best efforts. Um, they just weren't very good, uh, in my opinion. But nonetheless, you know, that's their own issues. Um, Ripple replied shortly after this, um, you know, disputing that the request because they delay uh, will be, um, you know, extremely, uh, you know, basically um, prejudicial uh, to Ripple. And obviously, because this uh, you know, is not good cause um, to modify the discovery schedule, right? And um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to see how it all kind of unfolds. And here's obviously a tweet down here. Um, breaking the SEC's request to extend discovery deadline is granted. Um, not sure it's so much breaking, but you know, ultimately, if there were um, issues with it, um, you know, in terms of issues with those particular depositions, etc., you know, then I would be a little bit more concerned. But right now, I still feel that Ripple have the upper hand here. And as I said, you know, ultimately, the SEC were due a win at some point. Okay, um, so Ripple files. Uh, reply to compel the SEC to hand over internal documents, uh, still ongoing. Um, so yeah, interesting stuff going on in this space. And um, basically, um, it just uh, discredited the SEC's arguments um, that its internal documents weren't relevant to the proceedings. We've spoken about this before, right? And um, this is just, you know, it's not really for the SEC to say what can be or cannot be discovered because of uh, relevance. Uh, etc. You know, ultimately, it was being requested, um, not just by Ripple, but also by the judge, that they absolutely should be providing these documents. These documents, I believe, will have killer information inside them, which is why the SEC are refusing to do so. And this is why I think the SEC will actually more likely um, pursue, go kind of pursue that, um, that settlement route, because ultimately, you know, they cannot, uh, if these, do these documents do say, you know, that the XRP is not a security, then um, you know they'll have no other choice but to either settle or lose. So um, I can see why they're not doing it, but they have uh, they're running out of time here, and it's absolutely crucial that they do provide those documents. Um, so again, that's something else to be mindful of here. And obviously, we have the what's going on there in detail. So lots of kind of stuff in this space in terms of you know what's going on most recently. I still feel that uh, this deadline now is going to be you know dragging out the pain. Um, but with this being said, um, ultimately, you know, we are in a bull run still. And uh, I still feel that Ripple, um, you know, and the XRP uh, coin is to participate. Um, and obviously, once this whole thing is put to bed, win, lose, draw, doesn't really matter. Um, we're going to see phenomenal growth with XRP. So on that note, let's go and jump on into, um, you know, what's going on with the sentiment, right? So here we have the fear and greed index. Um, and again, guys, this has been fluctuating a little bit. We've obviously had extreme fear um, and we obviously have been moving up uh, the levels ever so slightly, right? So um, yesterday we we're actually up at 38. We've had a little bit of a dip on this fear and greed index today. This is now down at 33. But of course, guys, this is um, specific to the entire crypto space. It is not um, you know, just XRP specific. So in order to do that, we actually jump over to the artificial intelligence on the EVI platform. Uh, here we obviously have six kind of uh, key pieces of, of information, key uh, power factors and metrics. Um, over the top left, we have the fear and greed index. This is actually showing us a grade D. So we can see straight away that there is a reasonable amount of fear here at the moment for XRP. And obviously this comes on the back of recent SEC uh, Ripple lawsuit news. Uh, and again, you know, I feel that once we actually digest what that actually means and that extension and what they're trying to do with that time, 
I'm not overly um, fussed about this. And again, as an XRP investor, uh, being my biggest bag in this space, um, you know, I still feel that it doesn't matter uh, ultimately what happens uh, with that lawsuit, win, lose, settlement, it, it generally just will not matter. Um, so again, what you end up with is a lot of fear in this space right now for people who are, you know, maybe a bit susceptible to to emotions and a bit more you know susceptible to change like this right they're, they're very unsure of what the outcomes are likely to be and and for those individuals the best thing to do is to take the time to actually look at some previous cases where you know coins have uh, you know been uh, or companies have been you know sued by the sec um for securities fraud all that kind of stuff and then of course um see the outcomes of those and what happens to the price of these particular coins after they've been, you know, classed as a security, for example, in the United States, um, you know, in the majority of cases, the price surges to the upside once it's closed, even under the worst case scenarios. Uh, and again, with uh, with Ripple, um, most of their business is actually outside of the US. Uh, I think the US only actually constitutes to about 10% of the global business. Um, so Ripple uh, will be business as usual, uh, regardless as to what the outcome of this scenario is. Obviously, it would be fantastic to get the US on board. It would make things uh, much easier in terms of allowing um, XRP to be used as that bridge currency uh, truly globally. And of course, if it is classed as a security um, currently, right, not just uh, in the past, but also right now, it would obviously have an impact um, mainly on the United States from that settlement perspective. Uh, and again, we already see the shift with the US dollar, you know, really shaking and losing um, stability. Um, and it's only a matter of time, really, for the US dollar to potentially, you know, no longer be the the world's reserved currency if it's unstable, and the US continue to print that the way they are, it's just not really sustainable. So again, when you have something like XRP that could potentially be bridging all of these CBDCs across the globe, the only people who would potentially be hurt by an SEC ruling it as a security would of course be the US. So again, it feels like a bit, a bit daft as a thing to be kind of going after. It feels more like a stunting, um, a delay tactic to prevent XRP price surging too much during 2021. Um, so again, watching that space and, and hopefully guys, you know, if you do your research on XRP, uh, anyone who's feeling susceptible to the fear at the moment can, uh, you know, hopefully mitigate against that in the coming days and weeks when they get a bit of a deeper understanding as to what is going on. So yeah, absolutely. Fear and greed index is aligned to that generalized fear and greed index uh, for XRP right now. So again, quite fearful in the space here. But of course, it doesn't stop here either, because with that fear comes uh, potential issues, right? We obviously have the AMI-HUD ratio over here on the right-hand side. This is actually showing us that we have issues with liquidity. Now, this is, again, grade D. Uh, and again, liquidity being how liquid a particular cryptocurrency is, uh, is a bit of a no-brainer when we see all these exchanges delisting XRP that there were going to become liquidity issues further down the line. Um, so again, when you have extreme fear, there's coupled with that becomes, um, you know, liquidity issues as well. Now, as a grade D here, we obviously have enjoyed slightly higher um, during 2021. 20, but ultimately, 
this isn't going to improve anytime soon until that SEC lawsuit is over, all those exchanges actually start to um, to re- relist um, XRP back on onto those exchanges. So again, watching that space, but these two indicators here, um, again, this is all AI driven, right? So you kind of get a more accurate representation. This is not a biased approach from a human, you know, typing in what they think the sentiment is. This is basically artificial intelligence driving what it believes the sentiments are uh, based on the data, right? So it's very unbiased. So right now we know there's a liquidity problem. We know there's a lot of fear in the space. And this has an impact on something like your sharp ratio, right? So right now we've actually dropped below our red line here on our sharp ratio on the bottom right-hand side here. Um, and this is uh, one of those things that um, is going to be uh, a risk to your rewards, right? So ultimately, um, you know, you're, you're, you want to stay above that red line. By staying above the red line, you're maximizing your portfolio, right? So right now it's looking, uh, or this is artificial intelligence is saying that actually, you know, you might want to reassess your position in XRP um, because your risk to rewards are higher. Okay, so it's not optimal. Now there are obviously some cryptocurrencies that are above this line right now, but the majority of them are actually in the same position. And unfortunately, a majority of these altcoins at the moment also seem to be susceptible to liquidity issues. So with liquidity issues and fear in the space, that generally has a direct impact on the risk to rewards because it's not as liquid, it's not going to be easily obtainable. Um, and again, that fear in the space makes it uh, more susceptible to selling pressure rather than purchasing pressure. And as a result of this, you end up with um, a sharp ratio actually decreasing. Um, and what you see here is actually the red line and the green line both decreasing at the same rate here. So again, there is risk to the rewards, but I do feel longer term holding XRP is actually a pretty sensible thing to do um, as these kind of fluctuations in the space will work themselves out shortly. Um, again, over here on the left hand side, we have the profitability. And obviously, when it comes to the profitability of XRP, it's actually an A1 rating, considering where it was back in, uh, you know, the lawsuit when the lawsuit was first issued, we had uh, lows of 17 cents to where it is today. Ultimately, guys, the profitability for XRP has actually been pretty good. And this is actually represented here inside this data driven from that AI as an A1 rating. There is no better rating when it comes to the return on your investment. So despite the fact that we have liquidity issues, and despite the fact that we have issues with um, with fear and greed, um, ultimately our sharp ratio is affected by that, but the profitability is right up here at the absolute peak. And again, when we look at the peak end value demand, it's also a B2 rating. So again, when it comes to the profitability and the value, uh, ultimately things are starting to actually look okay, right? They're actually right up there at the upper end of the spectrum. Whereas we also ultimately know that once the fear is corrected and once those exchanges start listing XRP, actually the overall rating from C2 is more than likely going to increase. So from looking at these kind of six power indicators here for XRP specifically, you kind of get a good understanding as where the sentiment is in, in, at this point in time, right? We have a fear and greed index showing, you know, extreme fear for XRP, considering everything that is going on. We obviously have exchanges no longer listing XRP. This has been the case for a while, and that's affected the AMI-HUD ratio. And obviously we have that sharp ratio as well being affected because there's fear and there's liquidity issues. But again, if we really do zoom out, we can take a look at the profitability and we can see the peak end value demand is actually right up there. And again, guys, we obviously couple this with what goes on and what is happening 
with Bitcoin's dominance. The expectations of Bitcoin dominance is to rise up towards the 50% area, maybe a little bit higher, and before actually getting pulled right the way down towards 30% during that kind of parabolic run of the altcoins. So we know that we're partway through a bull run in the same way that we saw what happened over here in the 2017-2018 run. Drops down to 37%, pulls back up to 50%, goes all the way up to 60, uh, close to 70 before going parabolic and bringing Bitcoin's dominance all the way down to this lower level. Now, what we've seen this year is that a pull back down to 37, looking to move up towards 50% before potentially rising a little bit higher and then altcoins going parabolic, bringing it down towards that 30% level, it may be even lower. So when those altcoins really do go parabolic, you cannot miss it. That's how you know you're in a bull run. Uh, ultimately, what you end up with um, you know, is this kind of moment in time here where people are told that the bull run is over because Bitcoin dominance had dropped and Bitcoin's dominance is rising, money is flowing out of the space. It's a big shakeout event, and then everything goes parabolic. This is what you've seen in the last two bull runs uh, altogether, right? So ultimately, where you are right now, is, uh, is in this first little shakeout section here. Uh, and ultimately we're looking to increase this dominance before we can actually go parabolic and really pull that Bitcoin dominance right away back down. So again, it's good to understand where we are in that cycle. Now let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the XRP price action. So this is obviously the XRP to the USDT daily chart and Binance is the data source here. Now this is the daily chart, as I just said, zoomed right out. So you get an idea and a bit of a flavor as to what exactly is going on when it comes to XRP. Now, obviously, we obviously had this fantastic run up here towards the end of um, you know 2020. We obviously had Jay Clayton uh, dropping that lawsuit on his last day, like an absolute legend. Uh, you can sense the sarcasm there. Um, and obviously, as we can see, we've had some pretty interesting price discovery as we continue to move the price up. Obviously, we are heading to some pretty interesting highs. We obviously have uh, some pullbacks and some turbulence here. Um, but again, we actually have established this upward trend here for XRP and a short-term trend uh, down, right? And, and ultimately, we actually had a bit of a breakout event in the last couple of days when it came to XRP. And we have got this yellow box on here. This yellow box is the key area of our 618, our 702, and our 786 area where we want to push all the way through and get a closed candle above. So I always like to have that on there so we know where the targets are. Okay, and again, from here, we also have our immediate next target, uh, which comes in at $2.79. Now, this $2.79 is the first extension level from our Fibonacci, okay, um, retracement tool. So this here is, a, is our first price target. This is our expectation. Um, before going ahead and taking out that all-time high area of $3.84. Okay, so everything here is looking pretty uh, much as standard on this bigger picture, right? We have a zoom out. We obviously can see what's going on. We see the direction that things are moving in. Um, and, you know, ultimately, I think even during this particular moment here where everyone was so fearful it was going to zero, that was the end of XRP. It's not going to participate in the bull run. All that usual FUD that you heard so much uh, noise around. Uh, me and Chris, right from the get-go, were saying that we we're going to be accumulating XRP. This is a, a fantastic opportunity. So many people up here were wishing that they could get XRP cheaper. And the second that it drops down here, everyone gets scared and they don't want to touch the thing, right? Uh, me and Chris, on the other hand, we were accumulating down here. Why not? It was cheap. Uh, you were getting back into June prices of 2020 uh, when you're down here. So that was fantastic, right? So we're able to really get, take advantage of that fear in the space. And again, if you're looking to still extend your position, I'm no longer looking to extend my position in XRP. It's so big enough as it is. Um, but ultimately, if you were, this is another fantastic opportunity on these previous high areas here, right? This is where we kind of come down to where we rested on um, at 75 5.5 right we had a couple of wicks here pulled down a little bit lower right but ultimately this area right here 
is our support line. We can see this here. And obviously as we've moved up with our trend line, that's okay. So again, up here is a bit of an accumulation period. You can accumulate a little bit more before going ahead and moving on to the upside. Now, obviously we're taking a look at this in the bigger picture. I don't really wanna to get too focused in on the smaller timeframes. Ultimately, you know, you get skewed perspectives when you really focus in on anything shorter than a daily. I mean, you can have a look at the hourly, but you know, it's not gonna give you any uh, decent analysis unless there's something fundamentally shift that uh, or a shift that helps change what happens here on the daily, right? So right now we're just going to take a look at this on the daily view. So obviously we have that next target at 279, but again this is a small, uh, a small fry, right? Um, because ultimately there are some much more. Uh, attractive numbers to be had, right? We obviously have our first price target there um, up at uh, $2.79, the 1.618 Fibonacci extension area. After this, we actually go just above that all-time high area of one uh, $4.11, right? Uh, we then obviously have $5.43, um, we have $6.25, right? These are kind of key areas that you can see here just within um, you know this immediate kind of Fibonacci retracement. This is just from the high area here, that we had uh, on the 13th of April down to the, the recent crash that we had on the 23rd of May, right? So during that run, this is in the next prediction level. Our first price target obviously is here at uh, $2.79. Now, if I go ahead and remove that, it's always well and good, but that's a quite a low price target, but you know, fantastic nonetheless to see targets like that. Um, it's always good to zoom out, right guys, because when you zoom out, you get an understanding as to where things have been and where things are likely to go in the future, right? So obviously we have our all-time high here at $3.84, and obviously we have that crash that happened in March. That was our low point. So when we actually place a Fibonacci retracement on the bigger macro scale, um, we can see from the all-time high down to the all-time low here, right? Uh, not the all-time low, but the low, the following low level before we started to move the price back up. Um, this actually then gives us some price expectations, right? So our first target here, for XRP on this scenario actually comes in at $6.19. So a pretty reasonable price target for, uh, for XRP. After that, you go in at $9.96, and then that's followed again by two additional levels here, um, $13.72 and $16. Now again, uh, this is just the Fibonacci extension level based on the previous all-time high and the low crash of March of 2020. And again, this is the similar way that you've just seen here from the high point to the low point that followed it, where its next, next targets are setting, right? So again, Fibonacci's uh, are, are really good because they do predict um, your levels pretty precisely. Um, and uh, they tend to follow this time and time again. With this being said though, $16 is just uh, one of many different scenarios that could unfold here for XRP. If you really wanted to, you could actually go ahead and take this into the next level. Let's assume that everything goes perfectly well for XRP, then you can actually go ahead and place our, uh, our two, three, six area on top of our all-time high. And this actually then gives you a new set of targets, okay? Um, and this actually shows us 25.75, 41.60, and 67.25, right? So these are your next price targets, right? Potentially price targets if, let's say, XRP was to be widely adopted across many different banking banking sectors. They were going to be the bridge asset um, against the CBDCs, all of that kind of stuff, right? So some fundamental stuff that hasn't happened yet could see that price increase dramatically. 
Um, but my expectations uh, more realistically when it comes to XRP is to be in line with this all-time high and this low area here that sets out a maximum level number here of about $15.89. That there seems like a very sensible area, okay, with obviously the 1.618, the 2.618, and the 3.618. These are the key areas to really focus in on with the ultimate extension there. Uh, potentially going up towards that $15.89. So again, when we actually take a look at things on a bigger piece, a uh, bigger macro picture, uh, when you zoom out, um, you can actually see what is likely to happen during this bull run uh, and potentially, you know, this goes into 2022. When you take a look at it on a lower time frame, you don't see any of that. You just see a potential downward trend, right? You don't necessarily see some of the other things that are going on. If we take a look at this on the hourly, for example, we can see, you know, lots of different things going on here, but you're never really aware of where things are likely to go on the bigger timeframes, right? This isn't about getting rich quick. This is about, you know, ha having an investment mindset and, you know, having a good strategy around what your investments are set out to achieve. Right now, when you zoom in and you only have a look at the hourly view, um, you're not going to get a very good representation of where things are likely to go. Yes, yeah, sure, you're going to find some of the short-term price expectations, you'll understand how the sentiment is currently performing and what your next targets are. Um, and, you know, you can make sure that you do hit some key levels and you might be able to see some potential downtrends on the short term. And of course, if you're a trader, you will be able to take advantage of this because you'll be able to take advantage of both um, shorting and longing XRP, right? And you'll be able to, you know, potentially maximize your gains that way. For many people who do not have the time to look at the charts constantly um, and yeah, have regular day jobs that are investing in cryptocurrency because they can see the true value of cryptocurrency and they believe in the project as a whole and they've done their due diligence and their research, then hodling um, with an understanding of where the bigger picture is and where things are likely to go in you know, the next kind of six, 12 months, maybe even 24 months down the line, that's when you can, you know, kind of be understanding and truly, uh, you know, un truly appreciate where the value of uh, something like XRP sits inside the ecosystem. Um, so again, very important if you're ever in doubt and you're worried about, uh, you know, bull runs ending and uh, things going all bear market and all that kind of stuff, then uh, if in doubt, zoom out. Now, Chris, um, I've obviously gone through quite a few different things here for Ripple's XRP. This is actually quite a long video. We've actually covered quite a bit. We obviously went into the news. We went into the sentiment changes within the space. Um, and obviously we've got into, you know, what's going on on the uh, on the charts, right? But is there anything else that you feel I've may have missed that's fundamental? Obviously you've looked at XRP a lot um, that you want to leave the, the audience with today. Well, fundamentally, the, the project hasn't changed. What they're looking to do hasn't changed. The team hasn't changed, really. You know, you've got the, the regular, you know, incomings and outgoings of staff, which you, you have with with every business, right? But, uh, you know, it, even if you take a look at where the staff, are, sort of the, the incoming are coming from and where the outgoings are going to, you know, it, it, it shows a, a certain level of, of staff member so for for me nothing's changed fundamentally the project is is solid the team is rock solid also and uh, we're still seeing partnerships being created for for xrp with everything that's happening the sec don't look like they're even trying to win it's almost like they watched that original video we did and they were like right we can't let these boys down um let's just make sure we mess this up completely um but yeah like for, for me 
I've been able to extend my position. Like you mentioned earlier, people were trying to get in, um, wanted to get in at a cheaper price. They had an opportunity. And like you say, people get fearful. It's a bit like the the, the crash. We'll call it a crash. We'll frame the recent activities of Bitcoin as a crash. Um, although we'll probably get heat for it in the comments. Who knows? Uh, however we word it, it's always in, uh, incorrect. But, you know, putting that to, to, to one side, you know, these are opportunities that people were craving. You've got them. You've got to just, um, I, I don't know, put the, the FUD to one side, in, in my opinion. Obviously not financial advice. Uh, go do your own uh, research and uh, make your own uh, investment decisions. Fantastic. Guys, if you found this video useful, informative, do go ahead and hit that like button. We both really do appreciate it. And of course, if you happen to be new to the channel and you'd like to stay up to date with those new cryptocurrencies, the hidden gems, the technical analysis and news, then do go ahead and subscribe. By subscribing, you will be kept up to date with absolutely everything we do here. It is free. You'll stay well informed. So why not? Tap that bell, hit on all notifications and you won't miss a single video. With that said, done and out of the way, guys, we hope you have a fantastic day and we'll catch you all in the next one. Yeah, take care.